So we wind up living in the studio for three weeks, making the album. You know, to, to get to a further level, sometimes you need bigger help. But guess what? You ain't got to pay for this shit because I love this shit so much. I'm with you. Welcome back to another episode of the Producer Grind Podcast. Karen Tina L. Whitney. Let's go. This Grammy Award-winning producer and writer, our guest has worked with Future, Ty Dolla Sign, Joe Gifted, Famous Dex, Lecrae, Scotty ATL, Jose Guapo, Rennie Rucci, Miss Mulatto, Yaki, Coca Vango, Kiki Palmer, London J, and Trill Sammy. Please welcome to the show, Tasha Couture. Oh, yeah. What up? What's up, everybody? How you doing? I'm blessed. I can't complain. Well, yeah. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you coming out. Um, for, for our audience, anyone that may not be familiar with who you are, you know, mm-hmm. you want to give them a little background, uh, talk about some of your more recent successes that you've had that kind of led to where you're at now. Um, I mean, he really just said it over for real. <laughs> the WWE intro. I mean, I got um, probably some new stuff. I got some. I got two on Young Nudie tapes. Slime Ball Three just. Oh, came you're the one that came out last week, right? Uh, yeah, I got three coming out on Trio. Send me new tape. Um, Future just stopped, dropped the um, Scam A Lot record um, Kiki Palmer and me and her doing a, a, a whole CD together I'm going to produce that uh, Tokyo Vanity, we dropping the tape uh, called Baps at the end of this month mm-hmm. Miss um, Mulatto, I'm working on a, a joint project with her as well Just, a, you know, it's kind of like a female movement I'm trying to do I've seen that. So did you start off producing like way back when or like how did you get into production and then be in this position you're at now? I started producing two years ago. Word. Um, like first time I ever hopped on an FL studio, first time or whatever. Well, that wasn't my first time. I did it like maybe like a couple of years, maybe almost 10 years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just dabbled in it, but I never took it seriously because mm-hmm. I wanted to write songs. I started off songwriting. Okay. okay. So that's kind of how, you know, what catapulted me here. You know, as far as me building a network and building, you know, contacts up. So, you know, so I was already sending them songs. So now I'm sending them beats. With the songs. And here we are. Yeah. So what you use? What software are you using? FL. FL? Yeah. You just found that to be the easiest one to go to. Yeah, most definitely. We got uh, L over here is Reason Game. A lot of our people are Reason Game. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck with it, though. Yeah, like some old school stuff. Yeah, right? I it's like <laughs> See, she said reason. <laughs> but I, I want like, to do some quick math real quick. So you said you've been producing for two years, right? But you had the Joe Gifted placement over a year ago, right? So that mm-hmm. means you got your first placement less than a year after you started producing. Like, talk about that because that that sounds like a tremendous amount of work you put in in a short amount of time. Well, yeah, and you know, I feel like you know it's favor too, and it's kind of like you know and. You know what you here to do Like yeah. I was songwriting For 10 years And I mean I had some success Like I wrote for Tanache and Future That's how I met Future mm-hmm. That's when he signed me Just as a songwriter first So I was doing that For forever And then I wasn't making No money for real though So I was like Damn I gotta do something else And I'm always Complaining about the producer I'm like Damn they getting paid mm-hmm. They getting up front Woo 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 You know what I'm saying So I'm like Hmm, you ain't beat them, you gotta join them. Yeah. I gotta learn yeah. some new shit. Fuck it, here I am. You yeah. Know? So typically, as a writer, you don't get no upfront. No, you don't get upfront money. You just get your mechanicals mm. and your BMI and all that stuff. But yeah. that's, you know, take years to generate that. You probably won't generate that if it's not a single. So right. it's like, where your money coming from? You know. Mm. Do you feel like? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Right, I was gonna ask. Do you feel like? Um, be- because only producing for a year, like that's real. That's like pretty, not unheard of, but that's not common. Do you feel like your relationships that you established as um, a songwriter and the relationships you have in general just propelled you? Definitely the relationships mm-hmm. and just, you know, going crazy and being passionate and trying to learn it and 
trying to be competitive and, you know, run with the the big dogs, the mm. boys. You know right. what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah. And that's what's up. You did it after a year or two. Yeah, it's a blessing. Right? It is. Yeah. Can you talk about your experience uh, songwriting with Tanache? Tanache? Oh, and I'm sorry, Tanache. Yeah, I said her. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's cool. We, um, I did her um, single, Ride of Your Life. Um, that was like two years ago. So yeah, she real, she cool. Um, what's it like just that grind? Um, so you say you don't get up front, you just get your mechanical. So when you're talking about a day to day, what does that grind look like? You in and out of studios, you know, how you supporting yourself during that time? You talking about when I was just songwriting? Yeah. Oh man, life was different because I ain't had no baby then. So I was just, it was, when you songwriting, you, it's way more work. So you got to be there pretty much the whole time versus I can go drop off a pack. Mm-hmm. Go to the next studio. Woo, woo, woo. But when you songwriting, you got to be there. You got to engage with the artists. You know what I'm saying? And that's even if they open to that. You know what I'm saying? Some of them, like, they don't want to give you a credit. It just, when the Drake stuff popped off and, you know, meet Mill, it just made songwriting look, you know, people look down on songwriters mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, who won't, you know, scared to even let you in the room with them. So, man, I just had to do something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was a meme floating around a few weeks ago, and it was saying that only 4% of producers in the industry um, are women. Now, I don't know how accurate that stat is, but there definitely seems to be a lack of female producers um, in the industry. Why do you think that is? That's a million dollar question. I have no idea. It's it's a lot of money out here to be had. So mm-hmm. I want some of it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of female producers, but I feel like they not resonating and they not pushing through like they they're not breaking the surface i don't know maybe they're not going as hard as they need to be going i feel like sometimes i be feeling like they beats ain't as hard like they got softer beats sometimes but like mm. you got to be able to run you know you know toe to toe you got to be play some metro shit and then ride right after and it's still you Carry know rock the party you know what i'm saying so mm. i don't know i don't know shit i really don't know. i have no idea honestly um, we, we get around, we do these events, you know, we've been to Baltimore, Charlotte, Dallas, um, you know, we've done a ton of events here in Atlanta and we, you know, we get about one or two female producers each time and they always say they feel like it's harder for them to break an industry. Would you, can you identify with that story or do you feel like your story was just what you had to go through? Um, it depends on, I feel like. You know, even though us women, we don't like to be looked at as emotional. We are. We take things more, you know, to the heart and stuff. So I feel like maybe that's what, you know, keep a lot of them down. But me, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't get my bag. Like, the bigger picture is what I'm looking at. So y'all can say what y'all want. Call that bitch got some fire beats. That bitch got some whack beats. I don't care. Like, y'all, they going to say what they want to say. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't let that. You know, knock me off my square. You know what I'm saying? I just, I don't know. I don't I don't think about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't, I feel like, you know, maybe the only struggle I would say is like, niggas trying to little boy me. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I'm a, mm. you know what I'm saying? Hey, let me move more the way I'm doing right. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, <laughs> nigga, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? But now, like, the respect level is coming, I feel like. And I feel like you got to earn it in any, in any, you know, any, you know, industry you try to, um, you know, come into, but. I don't really have no struggles as a female per se, I feel like. I actually get more love, I feel like, because mm. I'm a female. You stand out. Uh, is there any I specific like is there any specific advice you would give to, you know, young women producers? Um, yeah, maybe don't be emotional, you know. 
Shit, if you don't say nothing about you getting paid, they ain't gonna say nothing about you getting paid. So talk about getting paid. Make sure you get your money. And uh, um, I hate to be cliche, but you know, stay down. Like you gotta just push through. Perseverance. You know, when you say don't be emotional, like, what does that mean? Because even, like, all of us, we're all emotional in their own different way. And then, but, you know, men handle things different, women handle things different. So let's say for a woman who is, like, really emotional, which is not a bad thing at all, how how do they work with that and use that force? That's a powerful force. So, how do you, what advice do you have for them to use that and channel it into? That's the perfect word. You got to channel it. You got to learn how to, and a lot of people don't know how to do that. Like, but, that's that's what you got to do. You got to, you know, take the energy and place it elsewhere where it's going, you know, catapult rather than hurt, mm. you know, but I don't know. My best friend is like the most emotional creature ever, you know what mm. I'm saying? So I don't even know how to handle her sometimes. We just, you know, we're just going back and forth, but. I don't know. So I, I read, I read like the um the feminine energy is more is like the ocean. It's so powerful, but it is unpredictable. But Definitely. if you can get, <laughs> but if you can get it right, Definitely. Like That's a hurricane like. come through, destroy everything real quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, man, we we geniuses. Like women, right. we we can outthink all of y'all. Like really. Mm. So it's like I don't know. Channeling it, you got to channel it. Yeah, like I feel like because I put that energy in other places. That's what you know. I'm going to tell you one thing I thought was crazy is um, we are in Dallas with Mm -hmm. Cassius J. And somebody asked a question about uh, female producers. Shout out, oh, Sarah. Uh, Oh, yeah, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah from Columbus, Ohio. And Cassius was saying, like, hey, you really want to, you know, change the game, like be a female producer and then build your own female rapper from the ground up. And now a day later, I seen, now I don't know where, you know, kind of Rennie Rucci is in the game, but I seen y'all was doing y'all saying, I'm like, damn, this is exactly what Cash was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, how did you you and Rennie get together? And can you talk about the project you're working on and just building that? Um, P, P had, um, Gave her, told her, I guess, told her about me or whatever. And she hit me up. She had DM'd me. And she was like, yeah, woo, 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 you know. So she was like, I want to work. And I was like, shit, I want to work too then. Boom, I seen a little following and her style and shit. And she, she got it going on. So I was like, damn, I want to fuck with that. You know, I want to be a part of that. So. I'll definitely say you talk, you mentioned that girl power y'all two on that yeah, same so way. Yeah. Like when I found out that you produced it and she was on the artist, I was like, oh, that's dope. And yeah. it was a hard track too. I was like, that's yeah, and dope. I like working with the new girls too. Like you know, I want to work with Nikki and all them too, but I want to you know jump on a new wave. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I want to you know be on that curve. Yeah. Just something felt you know when you see the visuals and the whole package. Something about that just felt good. It felt authentic. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It, mm-hmm. uh, it's just something I could I could really rock with. I'm tired yeah, of fake shit. Yeah, it Who's did. I was on my page about? too. Yeah, Rennie Rucci. She's popping on World Star, right? Mm-hmm. Like all over World Star. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Was she? Mm-hmm. I could. She was. She didn't wasn't in that video with Yachty. Then when they was in the grocery store, was she? I'm not no. sure. I don't know about That's, that. Okay. I don't, I don't know, know about that. I know it's a lot of because you know you turn on World Star, it's so many people, so many new acts and stuff. So you know yeah. it's hard to keep track. How you feel about how do you feel about World Star? Like using it as a promotional tool or just as a resource in general? Do you feel like it's underused or? Mm-hmm. I ain't a World Star person. Mm-hmm. I I don't, I don't really be on that like that. Honestly. Mm-hmm. What did you do to like really promote yourself or like what platform did you see? Did you find love from like Instagram? Is that where you had all your followers? Twitter? Instagram, probably my um, most looked at, most, you know, engagement I got going on. This guy, mm-hmm. this guy right here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm so sorry. Nah, I'm I'm no, I'm so so uh, you know, we see that you uh, you sell beats on like Airbit, uh, you know, have a website where you sell beats. Have you found, you know, success in that? Yeah, I made money off the mm. little Airbit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 
You think my homie um, Beat Monster Mark put me on to that. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Shout yeah. out Beat Monster. Shout out Beat Monster. He won pretty much showed me how to make beats. And um MP, MP, um, anyway, Mafia, I don't know if y'all know him, but nigga fine. Like, yeah, he showed me how to make beats. Mm. How'd you pick it up in a year though? That's why I'm still like I mean, I, I was, I was writing for forever, yeah. so I know structure, I know melody, mm. so shit. And you already knew the sound, too, because you yeah, been Yeah, because I'm from beats. Atlanta, so I, I'm an 808 girl, you know, so I love, it's just, you know, it I, just I came was together. late. I personally was late, but I was, oh, I didn't know about you until um, that Joe Gifted record, Water. I was late, because I, um, I had just moved to Atlanta about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. and I heard a Joe Gifted record, Yeah, and then I was up on Tosh Couture, and I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying, like... People like I was talking to my barber. I was like, "Yo, we gonna interview." He's like, "She did that record, that joke, if the record." Yo, that shit hard. Like, talk about that beat a little bit. So, um, me and my buddy Trey Beats, shout out to him. We um did that record. Um, um, I met Trey Beats, and he, we um I guess talked about collabing and stuff like that. He never, you know, looked at me as like a underdog. He just let me come in. Well, he showed me some things too. He actually showed me. Um, how to be more melodic, um, you know, when making my melodies and stuff like that. Mm. But anyway, that was actually the first beat we made together, just period. And we, that that beat was crazy because we had sold it to somebody else, Divine. I don't know if y'all, y'all might not know him, but he's like old school, like brought up Chris Brown and Gaga and all that stuff. But we sold it to them first and then it was a whole, it was some drama, you know what I'm saying? But, ah. <sighs> <laughs> what was that? Anyway, yeah, I forgot what what, what was you the talking question? about the water beat. Yeah, 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 what, yeah, I mean, yeah. We um, uh, we made the beat, then I sent it to Joe. I sent, I emailed because I've been knowing Joe forever. Like that's my brother. Like we're from OCP. You know what I'm saying together. So it's like I just he had got out of jail. He asked me for some beats, and I sent him some. And she called me back, say yeah, the smash. At yeah. first, I didn't believe. It. I ain't when I heard, it, I was like, it's all right, you know. It's okay. But shit, when I went to Crucial, and uh, what I was at, Club Bankhead, too, it went, it went up. Mm. Motherfuckers went up. And I was like, I might got one in. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, uh, we read also that you're a singer, or at least you used to be a singer. Mm-hmm. So, you talked about um, working with Future, and we saw that you had done some work on that kind of the astronaut status mixtape. Mm-hmm. What was it like working back then? Because that was like the early Future. It was different. Mm-hmm. Um, the new Atlanta was still kind of bubbling. What was that like? It was it was lit. It was lit. Uh, I got a lot of my, you know, I guess core following off of that. Like, a lot of people remember me from that, you know. And it's like a wild factor. Like, damn, you doing beats now? But yeah, um... I got a lot of, you know, people start noticing who I was just from doing those features, features I did for Future. And so you still working with Future now? No. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's intricate. Didn't they yeah. just drop a record? Did y'all just drop Oh, a- shit. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, I haven't been working with him like lately. We did that record like. The scam a lot. Yeah, I was pregnant when we did that record. Maybe like. It had to be more than 10 months ago now. Mm-hmm. Every 10 months, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we did it. And then, I don't know. It came out just now. Yeah. But, I, yeah. How do, you, how do you feel as a producer? You know, you, you do you do records and it can be 10 months to a year before records come out. Or they don't come out. Like, how do you? You got to have patience in this industry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all. I, that's what that's about. Now, what about, you know, producers, uh, you know, they'll tag and they'll be like, yo, tag such and such time to drop it right now. You think that works or? Okay, well, say it again. Okay, you got a you got a record with uh, 
Yachty, right? And mm -hmm. you've been sitting on it for a few months. Some people will go and they'll play like a snippet on their Instagram and be like, yo, tag Yachty, tell him to drop it right now, drop it right now. Yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> Today, it's, it's getting more like that because we got like a popcorn type of now on and now and um, type of vibes going on. So everybody, yeah, it's, records are coming out quicker. But sometimes, like with that record, I didn't know it was coming out. Like, you know, it, it just dropped. You know, so I didn't know if it was because it has been so long. Right. You know, I didn't you know if he passed up out? on it or what, huh? Did, did you like count it out? Like, oh, it probably ain't even going to come out? Yeah, I forgot about it, honestly. Mm. Like when y'all do, because like, I'm guessing like, because it came out as a single, we were trying to figure out, we didn't know if it was on Beast, because there was like a Beast Mode link on the YouTube, so we didn't know if it was on Beast Mode. It was like a single. Mm -hmm. And so, like, when you making a record, you don't always know, like, what it's going to be if it's going to be a project. So you don't know what that's the beauty. Be. That's the beauty, man. I love waking up to surprises and just motherfuckers in my email telling them they're trying to give me some money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, definitely good surprises. I love that. That's my favorite part of this industry. You know what I'm saying? It's just the uncertainty. It's, it, it's get disappointing sometimes. You get disappointed a lot of the time. But, I mean, come with it. It come mm. with, you know. I'm not surprised yeah, to find you out are. you're close to Mark because you got you got some of Mark's energy. You know really? what I'm saying? Yeah, mm -hmm. like what's Mark's energy? Like just I relax when I'm around B Monster Mark. You know what I'm saying? Because he take everything like, with a grain of salt. That's my brother forever. He introduced me to Future. Mm. Oh, like man. he introduced me to everybody in Atlanta, like music wise. When I first, I mean, I'm from Atlanta too, but when I wanted to get into the circle and stuff, he brought me in. That's my brother. How'd you meet him? Like how'd you guys form that connection? I wrote him on MySpace. Oh, damn. I wrote him man, on MySpace. Yeah, my. I, he had some beats on his page, and I wrote him on MySpace. Damn. And he said, "Come pull up, let's hang out." And let's just yeah. let you know that y'all been knowing each other long for right. the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it shows the power, just like social media. Even like back then, it was Isn't like crazy? that. So mm -hmm. that's what you could do now. Everybody hit up Beat Monster Mark and collab with him, man. That, yeah, shout out to my brother, man. <laughs> Go buy a beat off his Airbit. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit more about uh, selling beats online. I know we kind of um, brushed over that real quick, but uh -huh. what have been some of your keys to success? Like, are you, uh, um, do you, you know, use ads? Do you put money into ads or mm -mm. kind of just, just strictly off your brand? Yeah, I just put the link in my bio and then, yeah, I just You put beats on YouTube? No. 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 No tight beats, none of that? No. So it's pretty much just straight Instagram promotion. Pretty much. Yeah. And that's it. Just linking bio. There's nothing, no other strategies, nothing. You, you don't can... do any Facebook ads? Nope. What would, what would you tell, what would you tell, you know, a young producer like, you know, that wants to start selling beats? What would you do? Would you tell them to build their brand first? Because it seems like that's what you did. That's pretty much what it is. You got to build your brand. You got to make them want it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, Damn, what you said now? What was the question? I was going to say something. I was like, nah. What would be your advice to uh, you know a young producer, twenty eighteen? They got dope beats. They want to start selling beats online. No, just put them up there and I listen. I would give them out. That's what I did. I just started giving my beats out. Like I didn't say, oh yeah, you gotta give me twenty five dollars. I just gave them out. And then enough niggas started here fuck it up, and they started calling me and clicking on my link and woo woo woo. So. You got to just, you know, you know, give them a sample. We you know, know uh, I know a lot of people personally or they're just like producers. They're kind of scared to give a beat out because they have the fear that it will blow up. Then they won't get any credit for it or get any money for it. Do you feel they got to come see you? You got the files. Mm -hmm. You got the rights. You can get a lawyer like they got to come find you. So mm -hmm. and, you know, you gonna hit a record. So, I mean, you you gonna put you you do your due diligence. Mm -hmm. So it's like. 
At what I'm point not worried did, about that. At what point did you feel like you needed to start getting like maybe uh like some legal advice or a manager or when you start selling beats? Like like selling exclusive beats, like you know what I'm saying? You wanna get make sure you get your your points and everything, your sound has changed and all your, you know, your bumps, all that shit. Like you need to make sure you get a lawyer to look at So it. when you had your website up, you have the you had legal Oh uh, no, I don't nobody really buy my exclusives off there. Mm-hmm. I just get the leases. The leases. Oh, okay. If they do exclusive, they talk you. to me, yeah, okay. most of the time, yeah. <sighs> when you're doing exclusives right now, are you making more money on the front end or the back end? Right now, I'm making more on the front end. Hmm. Right now, because I'm really, just because it's been like two years. I mean, I got my water check from my BMI. You posted it on Instagram too, did you? Did I? You posted, you posted, I mean, a, you posted a lot of you, you, po- you, posted a, uh, you posted a royalty check on Instagram one time. I think you blurred out the amount though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. She was like, yeah, that sounds like something I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I said, it sounds like do. I did that. But Are you yeah. signed to Warner? I signed Warner. I'm asking you. No. 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 Nah, yeah. <laughs> you signed to anyone? Sign. Never mind, huh? You signed to anyone? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, stick. it's a sticky seat. I'm signed to Future, but we don't. Right now, we just, you know what I'm saying? It's, a, it's sticky. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's love. It's always love because he's the first one to ever showed me love. You know what I'm saying? But we got to get the business right. You know? Mm. That's it. I want to ask more, but I know she can't say more. That's big, though, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't, I'm transparent. I don't really care. I don't want nobody to go through the same thing I went through. So it's like, y'all can ask me whatever. I don't, you know. Uh, could I just ask, if you could go back in time, would you have not signed that agreement? Definitely. Definitely not. Definitely. Hell yeah, I would have never did that. Mm. A, yeah. Did you feel like when you signed it, your back was kind of was against the wall? You didn't feel like it was the best way out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the sign of digital. So he's like, what's, what's best for you at that moment? But mm-hmm. still, like, that money dry up. If it's a little bit of money, it should be gone. Right. You know so what I'm saying? You get a spot in the car. What would you do? What would you tell somebody that is in, whose back is against yeah, the Yeah, because there's a lot of producers who, you know, would sign. Twenty forty thousand. That's what I'm situation. saying. Y'all would, yeah, yeah, so y'all would, would do that. I don't look stupid for doing because I know any nigga would do the same shit, but... I wouldn't do it again if I were to go back. You know what I'm saying? But, would you tell them to just, if that opportunity presents, you, presents itself, that should be like a, like a signal that something bigger is coming and just to wait out and hold out on that? Definitely. Because that sounds like But, something. you know, every deal ain't a bad deal. It's just mine wasn't. See, Future, he's a, a fucking genius musically, sonically. But business-wise, I don't think so much, you know? So that's where it fell off. You know what I'm saying? I was in love with the, oh, we finna create. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't look at, you know what I'm saying? Damn, you know, that's, you know, having a corresponding with the, the publisher and, you know, all the other, I want to think about it. I just want to create, you know what I'm saying? And mm. now that I'm a little bit older and I'm a more savvy in this business, I ask the right questions. I don't just, and I ask more questions, you know what I'm saying? So I don't just, Go with what you tell me. Did you have to learn what questions to ask through the experience? Or is there any way you could learn it without Mm-mm. you have to? You got to experience it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I will. You can learn from others, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, mm-hmm. you know, listen more than you talk. Well, you were signed as a writer, correct? Right. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between a writer deal and a production deal? Does, does that writer deal, it doesn't affect any of your production, publishing no, money? No, he gets it all. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he gets a piece of that. Now he don't get it all, but he mm-hmm. get a piece of that, yeah. But, but not right now he don't 
But unlike producing for writing, you can't get, you don't really get upfront money for that though, right? That's what you were saying earlier. Say it one more time, baby. So like for, for production, there's, you know, obviously there's upfront money in some cases, but for writing, is there upfront money usually, or is it? When you, um, a bottom tier writer, like I was, like I was, you know, I had some stuff, but I wasn't no big doll like Essa Dean. She would, <laughs> but not me. No. Okay. What career did you, what, like, what's the diff- main differences you've seen between being a songwriter and then as a producer, just in the way you move or the work, the way the people respect treat you? level, everything is just like, you know, I'm able to do it, create how I want to create. Like, you know, they look at you different, you know, you just move. It's, it's another movement. Yeah. So like just having the name songwriter attached to you brings a certain stigma, like other people. Not when of, you, when you killing shit. Yeah. You fine, you know what I'm saying? No, I mean, when you killing shit, no, but when you in the beginning, when you still, when you trying to, you know, that's anything, producing and, and songwriting, when you're trying to get your bearings, you know, you always, always gonna be people who are not gonna mm-hmm. look at you how you feel like you should be looked at. Mm-hmm. Sounds like more like if you're an artist and you start off, you already start off with a little bit, um, yes, yeah, it's, it's anything, it's all that's mm-hmm. it's all the same to me, really, like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. So it's, it seems like you know, they say producers get them treated unfairly, seems like songwriters get it. A little bit worse mm. though, you know what I mean. And now, now that I think about, it, I just thought of this. I know That's they said saying, uh, Quentin, get... they said Quentin Miller was getting like fifty bands a year for writing for Future, or not for Future for Drake. Drake. Mm-hmm. Fifty bands, just fifty bands for writing for Drake. That's kind of crazy because it's fifty bands a year is not a lot of money at all. Mm-hmm. I made more money than that teacher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was writing number off. ones and shit like that. That's crazy. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, damn, I never really thought about it, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't, I never understood producers complaining and stuff because it's people out here got it way worse. You know, so I'm happy to be here. But the know? Grammy, you got a Grammy, right? Mm-hmm. That's for writing or that's for producing? Writing. That's for that's, writing. I wrote on Lecrae's um, Gravity album. Hell I wrote yeah. on both of them, but that's the one that won a Grammy. The whole album won a Grammy. Yeah. So can you talk about that experience just a little bit? Because, I mean, even though it's, it's not necessarily the producer, that's a goal that a lot of people aspire to reach. Yeah, man, it was surreal. It was like when I was, you know, when I, I ain't going to say first started writing, but, you know, I, you know, it was a little, another luck thing, kind of like the Joe Gifted thing. Like, it's kind of like, a, which I think you call an omen, something that's telling you that you're supposed to be doing that, like yeah. a little, you know, a sign or whatever. But I feel like that's what it was that, you know. Okay. Now, how do um, writers royalties compared to producers is it the same is it more is it less um i'm still learning but yes it's definitely more as a producer because you get points mm-hmm. you get a percentage of the um the itunes or the the, the sale of the records versus songwriting you get it's mechanical. mechanicals at nine percent a piece of that nine percent mm-hmm. you know not seeing i'm sorry but yeah so it's like way, you, you know, you get your upfront, you get your mechanicals, you get your BMI, you get, you know, your sound has changed. Sometimes with songwriting, you don't get sound to change either. Mm. I get sound has changed with, with Future because I performed on some of those records, but all the stuff I wrote on, I didn't, I don't get no sound to change for that. But, mm. yeah. Which would you rather, um, or in the future, do you ever have goals to be an artist? Mm-hmm. Produce your own tracks, you can songwrite. I've done it. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I mean, I want to. I don't want to be in a box. Like, I want to do it all. Like, mm. I want to. You know. I just, well, then, what are some other ventures outside of music? That, like, I want to do movies. I want to do it all. That's how I really country movies. I want to do movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do it all. I want to. I don't know. I want to do children's. Um, you know, like cartoon music. It's like I got a baby. Like, 
it's it's like that's a whole nother realm. Yeah, talk about that experience as like a producer, a mom. Like that's something you don't hear. Like I'm. And you were kind of like in the middle of your run, Mm -hmm. having this baby. Mm -hmm. My baby bought me plenty of blessings, man. I feel like that was the reason I feel like it catapulted. You know what I'm saying? Went crazy because. You're not doing it selfishly anymore. It's not all about you. You know, you're doing it for somebody else too. Mm. You know, so at first it was just, you know, I got to feed me, you mm. know, but I got to feed her and I got a family, I got a fiance, you know, if we get married. So we just, you know, Congratulations try to, you know, do the that, whole family girl. thing. Yeah, appreciate it. That's what's up. So that brings us to Overrated Underrated on the Producer Grind podcast with Tasha Couture. Yeah, yeah. Overrated Underrated. We simply um, present you with five topics. You tell us whether you think those things are overrated or underrated. If we feel it merits further discussion, we'll ask you to explain. Okay. Tasha Couture on Overrated Underrated on the Producer Grind podcast. Overrated Underrated collabing with other producers. Overrated Underrated. Um, Underrated. Talk about it. Because... I don't know. I do like cooking up by myself, but I do like um, collabing. I don't like taking melodies, so, but I do like organically collabing, like sitting here and, and, and you know, punching buns together, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. But yeah. What about when you have to, because, uh, you know, it's a creative space and you have two creators. How did you ever feel like you want to do something to a track and then, but you have to take the creative advice of somebody else? No, because I always take it as a learning experience. Like everybody knows something I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We got our own ways Very of true. doing things. So I just like to watch the way people move, you know what I'm saying, throughout the system. So, mm. yeah. Overrated, underrated, the term super producer. Mm, underrated. Oh, wow. that's not what I expected. Talk about it because I feel. I mean, it's not. A, it's not a lot of super producers out here. I feel like a super producer is someone. Is what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Someone <laughs> who can be a Diddy and move stuff around and be, uh, you know, uh, a Timberland who gonna go and all that shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But somebody who can orchestrate, push, put plays together, put people in the room together, mm. like you know, just really. You know, change someone's sound or elevate them. You know. How about this? Would you say that word's thrown around a little too much? People it's definitely them, thrown people around too much. Call themselves super producers just because they get a couple placements. There aren't any right now. Who who's a super producer right now? Mm. Like really? Like who would you consider? I feel like a super producer can write songs and. It's like the whole package. So Tasha's a super producer. I'm a super yeah. producer. Yeah, you got to be able to just do a whole 100%. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like just making a beat. Just creating the music is just part it's of it. It's not that. You know what I'm saying? Because producer is a big word, you know? It's not just putting sounds together, you know? So like, it's putting everything together. Mm-hmm. I was going to yeah. say call it. I was going to say call it. Call it? Yeah, I, I feel Does like. Does he write or produce? He, I know, you know, he gets people in the room. He connects the dots. He does know how to make beats. But that's that's a. I can see a producer, but not a super producer. He's not doing it all. Like, like a Jermaine Dupri. That's a super producer. You know, he can write, he sing all them songs. Like a um, a Babyface, a super producer. Mm-hmm. And these are just, you know, I don't know these are older people, you know. But that's that's what it is. And I feel I I I take my hat off to Metro because I feel like he. He brought the, um, you know, executive producing thing back, made it cool again to mm. be the executive producer. And that way, you know, you get the single, you get all the songs, you're going to get, you know what I'm saying? You get your name, woo, woo, woo. It's just like a whole brand, the whole, the nigga's smart. Mm. He's a genius. Mm. That's my buddy, by the way, but he's he's a genius. You know what I'm saying? For that, but. 
Y'all yeah. on the same management, right? Mm-hmm. Same management, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm. I'm a. I, I would guess the answer, but you send out um, hooks with your record sometimes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Overrated, underrated on the Producer Grind podcast with Tasha Couture. Overrated, underrated radio <laughs> spins. Oh yeah, overrated, underrated, um, underrated. Because I, I mean, streams that's it's taking over. But since I've been a producer, my biggest check, other than TV checks, have come from BMI, and that's from radio spins. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. A lot of people are, are like, fuck the radio, but radio pays. You know what I'm saying? So This is going to sound like a loaded question, but how do you get a record on the radio? Uh, look. <laughs> Favor? I don't know. You got to, it's, it's, I don't know. Who knows the recipe? If I knew, you know what I mean? I get a radio budget. Yeah. You get, definitely, definitely it takes money. If they telling you it don't take money, they lie to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I don't want to put all their business out there, but them folks spent the badges to get that, you know. It, it happened organically, like, once they seen, okay, this could be something. So that's when you put the money behind. You don't just put it. Mm. It's like even with my records, with my projects I'm doing with the girls, I want to just throw the projects out. I don't want to pick a single. I just want to let the people pick it. Because you go put all your money behind one single and then oh, it no, ain't no, even no. it. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So heard, heard those you stories. never know the people, what the people going to fuck with, but they're going to tell you once you put it out. I know people that have wasted Six figures on radio budget. Oh, crazy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Overrated, underrated, paying for promo on Instagram. Mm, I paid for promo when I um did my single and I feel like it helped. It helped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Is it overrated or underrated though? Oh. Um, mm, it ain't nothing that deep. It is <laughs> underrated. It's like, I guess... I don't I wanna say niggas did to do it. I don't know because I ain't got no success from it for real. Like, so I don't I can't really vouch for it or not vouch. <laughs> you know need, what I'm saying? I don't know if I haven't, you know what I'm saying? I've done it, deep. but it's not like I haven't it's done it. The reason I'm laughing is because people out here breaking their neck trying to figure out what's going on. You out here like I'm just working. Like, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Make it yeah, so simple. I'm like, like, well, dang. <laughs> really, it's got to be like that, man. To keep you my think, peace of mind. You think it's kind of corny when you see a sponsor, when you see the little sponsor banner on their Instagram ads? No, I like it. I mean, I be thinking of ways to make my me do me a video mm. like that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't tripping on it. I get it. Do it. Whatever I give, way. I give you props to your Instagram though because it's like it entertains me. Like really? the little, like the Baps cover that was dope. <laughs> Thank you. I thought who did that. Me. Well, who did the um? Oh, the who did art, the art? The art? Oh, Lo Chong, Lo Chong, she yeah. fire. Got a Lo Chong. Fuck with her, man. L O W C H U E N, Lo Chong. I think that's how you say it. But like you seem to kind of naturally get like even just she put that paste that check on there like over a year ago. But I remembered that like that hell as a producer up and coming that motivates the fuck out of me. Like shit, they out here getting real checks. I need to get like, to work. Man, it's time to hit this. Yeah. That's what harder. I do it for, man. I want you know let y'all know niggas out here eat for real. So lastly, overrated, underrated on the Producer Grind podcast <laughs> with Tosh Couture. Overrated, underrated, paying for World Star. I told you I don't fuck with World Star. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't part of that little uh, that little vibe. No, no, I never. Even like four or five years ago, you wasn't going on World Maybe Star. Maybe when Trinidad Jane put that up there, but I never was. I never, you know, that never was my go-to type of thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. you know, not for real. I guess under, overrated. I guess. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> it's not that deep. I think that's the answer. That's, that's the answer. That's it's not that deep. Exactly. Like, like, Welcome yo, to the Producer Guy Podcast. Overrated, underrated, or it's not that deep. All right, we just thinking too hard about this shit. Man. It's just gonna work. Yeah, we, we, that's a good idea that we might need to do that for the merch. Yeah, right. You know I mean? Overrated, underrated. It's not that deep. I like. That. <laughs> All right. So next up on the Producer Grind Podcast, we have the Um Factor. Um. Yep, the um factor. So basically what we do is we give you a topic to talk about for 30 seconds without pausing, saying ah, ooh, or anything. So you just talk straight for 30 seconds about the topic. It's hard, but I might lose real quick. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we, yeah, Let's you wouldn't be the first one. You wouldn't be, be the first one. Okay. Ellie, you got the timer ready? I got the timer ready. And what's the topic for today? The topic is what are all the steps a producer needs to go through to build an artist from the ground up? Mm. All the steps a producer needs to go through to build an artist. <laughs> are you ready? All right, Tash Couture on the Um Factor on the Producer Grind Podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Three, two, one. First, you got to find an artist. You got to find one that's worth you putting your passion and your time into. Mm-hmm. You got to find a sound for that artist. Mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, okay. I fucks with it though, cause it's not that deep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's organically, just let it happen. So, uh, you know, we see that you do. Uh, you know, you have a situation, imagine a situation with uh, Rico Brooks. Um, I think there's a lot of producers out there that feel they need a manager. What exactly does a manager do for a producer? Mm, that's a good question. Um, because I battle with that. Like, I love Rico, and he's been looking out for me for a long time. But I feel like I didn't need a manager at first. I feel like a manager is supposed to give you advice. Like, just to be real, I feel like, you know, I had a manager when I was signing my paperwork with Future. And I feel like that's why I put you in place to help me, you know, not go down the wrong roads. But, you know, on his end, he probably, you know, I still probably would have signed it, whether he told me not to or not to, you know, to do it or not to do it, whatever. But... I feel like that's what a manager's supposed to be, you know, that, that confidant and that um, that advice when you need, when you might not be, because this is a snaky game, you know. Mm-hmm. So you need a manager when you got something to manage, you know what I'm saying? You got to have shit going on. You can't really just give somebody 20% of your 100 Yeah, I was going to say, you so, know so what you saying? just give them a percentage just for yeah. to be a counselor? That's it? Well, not a counselor, of <laughs> course. I mean... I mean, more than that, of course, you know, but he, like a manager's supposed to orchestrate plays, um, negotiate your fee, um, the, the confidant, the thing, stuff like that. The yeah, right hand man. Yeah, you're, 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 you know, like. I, th- I think there's a lot of people out here that think, you know, they get you placements, sell beats for Get you, you. placements. That's that what too. they do, though? Yeah. In theory, I'm, they I'm can, talking in, in theory, theory versus realistically. Yeah, because that's not to, that's, not to, I don't want you to talk crap about your manager. That's not. No, that's not I'm the not. Goal. No, I just want to be real. It's not. I'm not talking crap about it. It's just about being real. I mean, he has helped me in a lot of ways. He's been there for me when I had shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's another thing. That's an attribute. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't all bad. But I feel like you need a manager when you got something to manage. Mm-hmm. You got to have like Metro. He need to manage. He got a lot of shit going on. Mm-hmm. You know, everything, every way. Mm-hmm. But versus me, you know what I'm saying? I need it. But at first I did, you know, at first, like a long time ago, unless he was going to be that advice, you know what I'm saying? But other than that, I ain't had shit going on for real. Mm. I, I I love and respect for him believing in me 
and saying, okay, I want to fuck with her because I think, you know, she got she got it or she, you know, could be something. But if you got $100, you can give somebody, you know, 20% of that, that ain't nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to be really bringing, you know, some money in to be able to give up that 20 15 or whatever you pay your manager. Mm-hmm. Mm. And he got to be working for it, too. Like, I just feel like, you you know, you kill what you eat, you know. I don't. If you bring me to play, facilitate the play, then we going to bust it down. But mm. other than that, if I go get to play myself, kill it and cook the shit and cut it up. Right. I'm going to give you half my Uh-uh. Mm. I can't do that. Can't be that fool. Makes sense. Well, just as Atlanta, has anybody ever sat in that seat? I like that shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kill what you eat. Goddamn right. Yeah. So what's next for you in 2018? Man, my projects. I'm just trying to go crazy with my girls and just build a whole movement. Show them that females can do it too. Girls can do it too. You know? Speaking of what's up next, I almost forgot. <laughs> I've been working with uh, you and DJ Issa, Charity Yvonne, and London Elixir. Mm-hmm. And we got the Bring Your Own uh, Bring Your Own Beats August coming up here at the end of the month. So I wanted to first of all say thank you because I hadn't had a chance to even actually meet you since we set that up. So I appreciate you for that. But um, I've seen you at some other beat battles and beat showcases, right? You kind of judging, you know, mm-hmm. looking on. And I was, I, I um, participated in. Oh, so you came through the beat battle circuit. Not for real, but I did like two of them because I wanted to like, you know, get my name out there. And I felt like that was probably a way. And I just wanted to get them heard and put them next to some other producers or whatever mm. and see if I could stand. I made it to like the the second before the last or whatever. Quarterfinals. Like, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's so, so I want to ask this question. We do ask this. Does winning a beat battle project to having success with an artist? Mm-mm. No, because beat battle beats are different. I feel like a lot of those guys, they don't do It's moments. It's for moments. I feel like more. It's moments in music, whatever. But they different. They're different type of beats. I feel like mm-hmm. when you're trying to win a beat battle versus you trying to get a placement. You know. Mm-hmm. So no. Well, that's what's up. We'll look forward to seeing you out there on well, Tuesday, August twenty eighth, mm-hmm. for the uh, Bring Your Own Beats. I gotta plug my event, man. Let me plug. Oh my yeah, event. no, I didn't want to cut you off. My bad. My plug bad. my event. Hey, now go ahead, bro. <laughs> what day was it at? It's August twenty eighth. Oh, what time can it's I? It's at Powder Blue. <laughs> Powder Blue Studios, eight p.m. August twenty eighth. Um, check the flyer on Instagram if you want to come play some beats. But uh, yes. Tosh Couture will be in the building. Please uh, come see me. Yes. So I I was having a question. Actually, damn, what was my question? It was something about beat battles. Oh yeah, what is the what would be the purpose of going to a beat battle? I know you said you wanted to get just to compare your beat. Like it's almost like a all right. Let me go. I've been working on this at home. Now let me go test it up against somebody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. But should that? I'm not saying that is that all you should expect out of it. No, I want to build a following. I want people to hear my tag. I mm-hmm. want the people to, you know, let it resonate with them. My sound, my face. Mm-hmm. You get to stand up there and just, you know, be See, you, like the, you know what It's what like saying? almost being like a, an artist. It's like a being an artist, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, and it's a platform. Why not use it? Mm-hmm. I got another overrated under for you. Beat battle dance routines. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, don't do them like that. I don't know. I'm, I'm a shy girl, so I have, you know, I don't really... You know what I just stood up right? there. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I said they, they be getting up there and getting down. We ain't gonna see you at a beat battle doing a head spin or nothing, right? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> too cool for school. A little air guitar, air piano, <laughs> right? <laughs> too cool for school. Yeah, no, for real. Not that deep. 
mm-hmm. it's really not that good. <laughs> as, a, oh, curious, as a songwriter, do you hear, when you're at a beat battle, do you ever hear ideas for songs? Or like, I know you said it's a different type of... I met a dope songwriter there. Really? Yeah. Do you recommend that artists hang out at beat battles? Definitely. Mm-hmm. I definitely feel like it's a, a networking platform as well. Just getting out. Like, I met a lot of good people there. Yeah. At beat battles. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. As it, In the position you're in at this point, you got to be scouting talent now when you're mm-hmm. out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Definitely. Yeah, I was say talk about that. Um, honestly, I mean, a lot of people been um, approaching me, trying to get me to sign like pro- producers and writers and stuff like that. But you got, my a baby. you got a ten month old baby. Yeah, yeah, that too, that too. But just like my experience with with future, I feel like you know what I'm saying not putting them down, but I just don't, I don't want that weight on me of somebody else's whole career. And they're like, oh, Tasha, you know, mm. blah blah blah, and I don't. I don't want to, yeah, I'm trying to handle my own shit. Like, <laughs> I don't need, you know what I'm saying? Maybe in a couple of years, I'll be ready for that. But right now, let me build my foundation. Let me get my house up. You know, put my brick by brick, you know? Mm. Well, that's, that's that's real. That's a real mm. fair way to But I definitely, I'm definitely going to get me some female producers and producers and songwriters. Poetic Pen, that's my publishing company. Fuck with me. That's it right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, in, what what is it like, uh, you know, balancing being a you know a mom and, and being a producer? It's especially hard work. you know in our industry, you know, it takes a lot of you know late nights and stuff like that. Yeah, it's hard work, especially when you're mom too. Like dad, you know, y'all gonna woo, 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 come in and out. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> mom and I'm breastfeeding, so it's like she real attached. Yeah. So it's like oh, I got to be back, and you know, in yeah. in a, a decent amount of time, so before so she can eat. You mm. know, you know, so it's 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 a it's a job. But it's rewarding and it's a joy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I wouldn't put her back up in them for nothing. I, mm. You know, I keep her whatever. That's a gift. Love my baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This has been one of the most unique interviews we've ever done. Right. It's a really? whole different energy. Yeah. yeah it's, really? Mm-hmm. Well, because, you know, what? listen, I know one of my goals was, you know, one of my goals is to empower uh, female producers. And I know a lot of times that means just getting out of the way. Right. And so mm-hmm. where, you know, this is going to be a dope interview. You're one of our first female, really our first female producer we've been in interview. Mm-hmm. It just turns out to be just a dope fucking interview because you're dope as fuck. So thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. It makes me feel good. Thank you for the oh, yeah, Thank you for having me, no. man. I've mm-hmm. been wanting to come on here. I made it now, man. I'm on producer. Look, we tell yeah. You said you saw you saw Mark on there, right? Yeah, I seen Mark and Lan. Did my you see Lan. Mark's um factor? No, I didn't. I need to go look. So his remember thing. it was right at the booty. Yeah, I didn't let Mark talk that much though. That's why I remember, man. I know Lan talked most of the time, wasn't it? We only had one mic. We never so like, was that was like, the only time we ever had two. I love land too, but I'm just saying, it's my brother. Yeah. <laughs> to defend yeah. us, man, we only had one mic. Yeah, that that was the first time we only had so two, I, I two get, guests. I didn't get that far. I'm sorry. And you know, to defend, you know, defend that too. You know, Mark, half of what he's gonna say, we gone. Goddamn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I you know, but it's my partner, so we good. Yeah. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Another successful podcast. Yeah. Where can we find you on social media? Um, Tasha Couture, T A S H A C A T O U R, everything. Same. Mm-hmm. All right. Appreciate you pulling up. No, thank you all for having me. Signing out. Salute.